it drives me crazy. She goes up the steps and she, she walks up the steps and goes, One, two, three, four. And I'm like, shut up. What are you doing? Your mom's the coolest. <laughs> I love your mom. Your mom's great. She's funny. She has the best balloons. Balloons um, good. Yeah, I know. I, yeah. This is a very positive point. This is a positive thing. We should start the podcast like this. Are we yeah, rolling, rolling? We are. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's let's go, man. Let's just do it. This is uh, the news you can't lose. The news you can't lose with the Loser Leaves Wrestling Crew. My name is Red Jefferson. I'm here with... Moet Jaswal. And Moet, I noticed that you have a brand new headband today. Um, brand spanking. Just... You know, tell us a little bit about your headband. This one's a green one. It's a green one. Uh, last uh, Wednesday, I was wearing a, a pink one. Mm-hmm. That uh, my mom used to wear, I, I believe, in the early 90s, probably. Sure. I don't know what she still... I haven't seen her wear it before. So it had sure. to been very early on. This one, green. Is it your mom's? I'm, I'm, no, uh, this one's Barb's, actually. <laughs> just you should really have one of each color. Yeah. I, I really... I think you should keep the long hair, go headbands, and that should be your look. I am so shocked at how many people like, were into the headband like on Richie, Wednesday night. Like Richie Tenenbaum from the Royal Tenenbaums. Like yeah. you have that actually you have that as thing. If you grow out your beard, just need the uh, beard. You don't even yeah. need the beard. Honestly, this is a very with the headband, very Richie Tenenbaum. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah. the hair kind of like like kind of jumps it's, out on the edges, right? Yeah, this is good look. This wear. is this is positive, and this is a fun look. Nobody's it, doing this right now. It's also funny because I'm not even sure if I'm wearing it right. Because like like just to I don't know, go go in like Barb taught me how to wear it, where you're supposed to sort of like I think pull your hair back and then and then take it out. I think, or something. You know, but well, I just, the first I just, people I just that wore a straight... hat, the first people that wore a uh, baseball hat backwards, everyone's just like, you're not wearing it right. You're making a statement, Moet. Don't have it right up like that. <laughs> no, like no, no, no. I look like I, I like a friar monk or something. It's like a bald it, head with the, it, the it, You look like Trent from Best Friends, where he's trying to hide his hairline. Yes. <laughs> with a Bless big you, headband. Yeah, just, just cover it all up. Stays in the exact same place. He glues it there. Looks good, um, though. It looks good. But this is the news you can't lose. News you can't lose. Where we're going to cover the news from, what is it, uh, Sunday the 9th, May 9th to uh, May 15th. And we've got the top headlines. Here's the biggest headline, and it's a sad one, Moet. It's a big sad one, but we got to talk about it. ECW legend New Jack passes away at the age of 58 from a heart attack. Uh, the wrestling world mourns. Uh, Moet, how do you, uh, what's your thoughts on uh, New Jack? Uh, 58, first of all, that's a tragic number. That's very mm-hmm. sad. That makes me sad to, for anybody, really. He lived a, but, he lived a fast life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you think of this before I, I, I need no, to read the t- air. It, it, it just, it sucks, you know, that he died. Uh, I didn't have many feelings about New Jack. I wasn't a big New Jack fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, I didn't see his promos. I saw his wrestling first. And so when I f- first saw his wrestling, I'm just like, this guy just throws bad punches and uh, bless uh, R.I.P. R.I.P. New Jack. Rest in power. But I didn't like his punches. And that's uh, entirely what I judged him on. I remember seeing him when I was younger and I'm like, he dresses like the Dudley boys and he throws bad punches mm-hmm. because I saw Dudley boys in camo first, even though he did it first. Yeah, I actually thought the same thing when I first saw him because I need the Dudley boys first. I uh, The Dark Side of the Ring episode helped me uh, learn about his promos mm-hmm. when he was first starting. And they're incredible. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the, they're heavy. The, the confidence, the courage he had back then, and I guess through his whole career, just amazing. Um, but I, I'm, I think he's a bad guy. I don't, yeah. I don't feel good about. I don't know. 
Uh, I don't okay. care that I don't. I, I feel indifferent that he passed away because of all of the actual horrible things that he did in the ring that are sort of blurring kayfabe, you know. Like and also I, just being violent towards uh, the people in the he's in the ring with, <laughs> like being uh, overtly so, cutting someone or pushing them off a ledge. <laughs> the pushing off the 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 ledge, whatever that the, is. The that scaffold was, match. Yeah, well, yeah, scaffold. Yeah, yeah. That's just insane. That feels so. That's just horrible. That's yeah. a, that's a horrible human. <laughs> to well, do also with like that. the uh, the uh, mass transit, that mm-hmm. that kid that came to the ring, that he lied that he was a wrestler, and then New Jack just cut him up in front of the crowd. Yeah, uh, and he wasn't a wrestler. So you want to what? What's that? Oh, and then there was the the thing with the old guy that happened just like uh, in the mid two thousands or something. Uh, sure, I think I think Dark Side showed that part. They did. Yeah, and the guy just like his gimmick is that he's invincible or something, or he doesn't take pain. But New Jack didn't understand, so he just beat the living crap out of him because he wouldn't sell. And New Jack got angry. It's like, yeah. dude, after a while, he's—I think he was like in his fifties or maybe even in his early sixties or something. Um, I don't know what he was doing wrestling at that age, but I forgot—I can't, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. It was something like, like invincible. Gambino or something. It was just a silly Gambino. circus name. I like the Invincible Gambino. We're going to call him that. The Invincible Gambino. But one of the thing is, uh, I guess <laughs> uh, a, look lot it up of, now. <laughs> a lot of people um, enjoyed him. I wasn't one of those people, but I uh, I hope his family's well. I hope his family's well, right? Moet? I, I agree. Um, You're looking up. <laughs> I gotta look it up because I feel so stupid. Yeah, it's not a, <laughs> that's definitely not his name. Gypsy Joe! <laughs> Gypsy Joe! <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Poor Gypsy Joe. I want, is Gypsy Joe still alive? Uh, is Gypsy Joe still alive? Uh, he died at age 82 in 2016. The match with uh, well, he was New in Jack 70s. was in 2003. Yeah. Wow. So that's even worse. Um, great job, Gypsy Joe. You lived a hard job. fought life and got beaten the shit out of by New Jack. Uh, <laughs> so we, wish you, we wish you all the best, Gypsy Joe's family. R.I.P. Uh, same with New Jack. Uh, moving on, we gotta get out of this one. We gotta get this is too that okay. one's too spicy. Right. Uh, let's go to something a little bit more topical for our AEW show. Uh, Orange Cassidy legitimately knocked out during Dynamite. Um, we talked about this on the show where um, uh, he took a power bomb that was real high up on his neck and head, and he was out of it from there. That's what I believe it was. A lot of people say it was. I think it's from that. Uh, and apparently, the finish moment was supposed to be a draw. It was supposed to be a draw where they both went to the limit, which I would have thought would be really cool. That would have been a great way to finish the match uh, because we haven't seen many time draws, right? Not in AEW, just a, just a couple. Uh, they always like sort of threaten it. Yeah. Um, you know, just the announcer calling out the time, like five minutes left or whatever they say. So mm-hmm. yeah, that would have been cool. And they've already wrestled before. Um, so it would have probably made sense that they couldn't, uh, um, neither of them could get the pin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would have been good. And you Damn. called it too. You called it that there was a um, there was a concussion issue with uh, with Orange Cassidy. So I could just cub. see on his. I could just see though. Like first thing that uh, a power bomb looked rough. That looked really mm-hmm. really rough. I watched it again. But the thing that got me is just that his he he dropped com- character completely. His eyes were wide open, and he was just he didn't seem to know where he was. Wow. Uh, and so I just. Uh, but yeah, either way, um, that's why that happened. That's a weird finish with Kenny Omega coming in and uh, hitting Pac in the back of the head. Uh, set up that triple threat, which I am very excited for. I am too, as well. Uh, hopefully, Orange Cassidy is like ready for it and uh, and everything. Um, but yeah, that's actually, it makes it more impressive that they were able to pull that off like in the moment. Mm-hmm. 
find a way to just get to the ending and make it so Kenny. Yeah, and that explains like Kenny's um kind of terrible <laughs> acting. Uh, no! You mean every ah! every ah! single time Kenny acts? <laughs> yes, but this time there's a reason for it. Sure. This time it's justified in that they're just figuring it out on the mo- in the moment. He didn't have time to prepare the emotional toll that he was probably feeling that he has to defend against two people, you know? He he didn't do his uh, Stanislavski training and such for that. He did not. He did not. Very good point, Moe. Very good point, Moe. Uh, one thing I wanted to bring up, and this is uh, something fresh. I just read this today, and it's all rumor. This is all rumor. But you know Wade Keller, Moe? Vaguely, yeah. What? Who? Yes. A wrestling journalist, Wade mm-hmm, Keller, mm-hmm. Uh, contemporary of Dave Meltzer. He's been saying that the EVPs at AEW hate each other now. That they the were who? all the the executive vice pre- uh, presidents. Oh, uh, E's the, and P- EVPs. EVP. EVP. Okay, um, okay. Yeah, Cody Rhodes, Kenny Omega, the Bucks. Uh, they all hate each other now, and they don't talk to each other. Did you read this this morning? No, this is gossip. This is such it's gossip, but I love high it. school gossip. What are we doing here? And, and is, he's okay. And he's We're saying that it. it's affected. Well, of course, Moet. This is the the news you can't lose is only news that I find interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Okay, no, no, you're right. This feels this is hot gossip. Not true. This feels. I don't see how they could just suddenly hate each other now. What do you? I could see that. No, I could. Uh, the uh, friends that work together that aren't used to that are uh, thought they were going to have their own way and like they had all this control and you know, I could I could imagine there's being some heat. Sure, but what does this mean exactly? What is, what is Wade Keller saying? Is it? Um, he's just saying. He's just is it affecting something. Uh, he's just saying they hate Chinese. It's affecting Chinese. Apparently, they can't come together on who to sign or not. Uh-huh. Uh, which is very interesting. And also, I believe, and uh, maybe I'm just crazy <laughs> about this. Uh, I think Kenny Omega is pushing real hard for Don Callis and the Good Brothers uh, to sign. And uh, I just don't... uh, Maybe I'm just... I have no idea what I'm talking about. It seemed very juicy. Dave Meltzer already squashed it. He's like, no, it's not true. Oh, okay. (laughs) I should have said that uh, as well. But, But, uh, yeah, because they're already part of Impact. They're already part of Impact. Uh, But they also are essentially signed to AEW because they're on every single week. Twice a week on BTE and... And dynamite. They're getting two fucking pages. Boy, I hate them. Yeah, they they make me so mad. And poor Matt Cardona. He came to uh, AEW once, and they're just like, nope. Oh, that made me. Yeah, that was great because I thought he was immediately signed. I'm, I'm used to that with WWE. Like, oh, you're on you're on the show, then you're signed. Yeah. But they've done that multiple times now over the last year. Uh, Jeff Cobb. I thought he was going to be signed, which I was excited about. He oh, showed up for that. like maybe uh, two episodes. He's yeah. gone. Yeah. So I like that. I like that it adds some sort of freshness to the the product. Every now and then, you just throw in a random famous person, <laughs> you get excited for a week, and then they're gone. Yeah, uh, Nagata. I, he did. They did that uh, last Wednesday. And they, I, no, I love that. And that's what I love about AEW is that they're not. Uh, they they, li- they like to treat them like contractors, independent contractors, where they can work there for a short spell and move on, which is very fun. And it makes it for exciting TV because we're not bored. Uh, moving on, moving on. This is just. I don't know why I even have this here. I don't I know why I have it so high up. John Cena will create, narrate WWE Evil for this. Uh, it's a series for Peacock where he talks about. We don't even know what it's about yet. It's about like wrestling villains. I think he's just going to talk about wrestling villains. And for some reason, John Cena is going to narrate and create the show. So we only know that it's called WWE Evil. Yeah. Yeah. 
I wonder if it's going to be about all their sexual misconduct charges against them over the years. Evil, yeah. Because they're evil. They're the Saudi Arabia stuff. Sure, 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 sure. Um, but uh, that's all there is to that. Mo, do you care? Do you care about this? Would you watch a WWE Evil narrated by John Cena? I no. <laughs> I mean, it's just the way you said that. I'm like, how do I respond? I uh, I don't know. Maybe I don't. We don't know anything about it. I'm trying to read up as we talk. No, about don't read it. about it. Just go based off the title and the narrator. No, wait. So it's a uh, uh, actually yes. What am I saying? That does sound interesting. The title hosted by John Cena. I would I would see that. And it's I guess it's the most evilest. Two of the evilest characters over the years. They're mentioning Kane and the Undertaker. So I would want if that's what it's about. Just the the most evilest characters in WWE. That sounds kind of fun. It does sound if it, fun. If it, especially if it's kayfabe as well, that sounds fun. I don't know. I would love for them to dive into the characters and the lore of it, which would be fun. Because they don't do that terribly much. Especially in this age of being real, uh, super realistic and having people. I would love for them to go into the specifics of the folklore of the Undertaker and Kane. And try to actually flesh it out. Because it's very muddy. I'm not terribly sure whether Paul Bearer is Kane's father or not. <laughs> like, I don't know. What I thought... happened in there? there so, a <sighs> lot happened when they were in a funeral home. When when Paul Bearer worked at a funeral home, Kane was must have been like nine years old or eight years old. Undertaker was a teenager, I suppose. So, this is what I gather from it. Undertaker's parents, they owned a mortuary where they had Paul Bearer on as their mortician. Now... Kane, no, apparently Paul Bearer slept with Undertaker's mother, and right. that's how Kane came about. So, so Kane, Kane so... is Paul Bearer's son. Wow. Yeah, okay. And Didn't... and uh, apparently either Kane or Undertaker started the fire that killed the parents. I'm not Kane sure. Kane started the fire because he was upset at the undertaker for some reason. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's why he wears the red and where, but he was burnt in the fire. So did well, who he burnt actually... him? Yeah, you're right. Maybe I'm wrong with that. Maybe I'm Someone wrong. But then burnt... how did he, so what is, what is Kane upset about with the undertaker? When he first debuts, he, so he hasn't seen the undertaker in his entire adult life. He meets up with Paul Bear. So I guess because they're his father, uh, uh, uh they're his father. You they're know his father. Yeah. Um, Paul Bear's like, hey, you, it's time to beat up the your brother who's actually very famous, has been on TV for about 30 years. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to find him. Mm-hmm. He's on TV every week. Now yeah. go get so him. So we have to go find him. Yeah, exactly. And, um, uh, but why would he attack him suddenly? Um, maybe uh, it's because uh, professional jealousy. Maybe he thought he should have been the WWE champion. Maybe he should have gotten picked. Maybe it's because I don't uh, think it... Undertaker doesn't uh, ignored him. No, like, but... <clears throat> But, but the first time he, well, I like that theory that you think the Undertaker, he doesn't like that he ignored him. That makes yeah. sense to me. That makes sense. The professional jealousy that was his first, that was his debut. He we don't we didn't see him in Smoky Mountain wrestling. He, you know, you know how he's a scar. Brothers can be Moet. They always want what Big Brother has, oh, so they true. see Big Brother, you know, holding <laughs> a belt. They're like, I want that belt. And when Kane did get the belt, he didn't even care. He lost it in a day. That's true. Or I assume that's true because he said it so confidently. I did say it very confidently. Um, moving on. Let's get out of this. This okay. is a deep, dark recesses of Peacock. Uh, moving on. We got to talk about Good. Jericho. Christopher James Jericho. Uh, injured. And out for four to six weeks with an elbow injury. Uh, because of... Uh, I'm assuming it's 
maybe it's not because of the fall, but maybe it's a, a variety of things because he landed on a pillow practically. Um, but when is this uh, halftime match? The halftime rumble or stampede? what halftime rumble? Oh, st- stadium, stadium stampede? stampede. Yeah, when is Get that? It together, stadium <laughs> stampede. Right? It's stadium match. stampede too. I fucking it's already. Hate that match. You should know this. What's that? But, but when, uh, when is that match happening? The uh, um, uh, the the pay per view revolution. Is that in like? Is it before four to six weeks? Is he going to be wrestling with a fucked up elbow? Oh, yeah. No, it's at the end of this month. So it's just in a, a couple weeks from now. I think it's on the 30th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They like to, I learned the other day, they want to do, this is just random, but they want to do pay-per-views, uh, uh, split it between, uh, I think, like two, let's say, pay-per-views that are on Saturday nights and uh, a couple on Sunday nights. And they want the Sunday night pay-per-views to uh, inter- uh, connect with uh for American audiences, if the Monday is a holiday. Mm-hmm. So 30th, I'm pretty sure, is the pay-per-view because 31st is Memorial Day. Interesting. Very interesting. Uh, but that doesn't answer your question at all. I just thought you'd find that interesting. So um, Jericho's going to be injured during that time frame. Um, my qu- man, I, I understand that this is a big team versus team thing. But boy, would I have loved the inner circle not to show up the week after they lost the giant match. Yeah, and for maybe Jericho to sell the fact that he fell off a cell, you know. I agree. Yeah, it's kind of silly because they um, and Jericho he was there to too. Come back. Yeah, yeah. Even Jericho. Um, yeah, that's lame. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he got injured from the fall itself because I don't think I don't remember him doing that much in the match. No. Until he got up on top of the cage and like did his big moment, um, which is a shame because it did, like you said, it looked really terrible. So for him to get injured on a the crappy a looking spot looking that thing. everyone's judging. And then nobody sells it the next week. Yeah. Well, not nobody sells it. He's in a big thing in his arm. But like, usually that's, at least give it some time to breathe. Give, uh, one of what the thing, is, my biggest issue with it is, Pinnacle didn't even have a victory lap. You know, they won. We want to see them be evil. We want a reason to hate them. They haven't gotten any chance to do anything. Literally, the week after they won a match, they got embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and they and it doesn't even make sense the way they uh, they agreed to the match. Just felt so like rushed. because they got like, wet it, with champagne. Yeah, give it a week. Give it give it two weeks. But they just don't have time because they push this insane blood and guts match that should have just been on the pay per view. And I think that would have been totally fine instead of doing Stadium Stampede in that. Yeah, it's crazy. 100%. By the way, I I got it wrong. Double it's double or nothing on May thirtieth, not sure. Revolution. I've been saying Revolution this whole time. That's okay. Uh, no, my bad. AW. Fans, even Tony Khan is probably like, "Oh, I believe it, Revolution." Yeah, he but looks they, like, oh, double or nothing. <laughs> but it'll probably be, uh, if anything, if they if they have to do this match, it's good that it's taped. It's most likely going to be taped. Uh, if it's Stadium Stampede, I don't see how else they would do it, and so they can probably uh, uh, Jericho can probably like protect himself a little bit easier. Sure. So that's a good thing, I guess. That was a good thing. That was a good thing. Well, let's talk about another thing here. We got Cody. Oh, this is a thing about uh, this past Dynamite as well. Uh, Cody Rhodes. Um, apparently, so you know how in this, uh, promo that he had this past week where he first talks about American, uh, I guess, values or whatever, talk about foreigners. And then he started talking and he gets to him being the American dream in his match against Anthony Ogogo. He is dropping his trademark claim for the American dream. He's trying to trademark it with the, I guess the U S patent office. Or I don't know who it is, but whoever, and he dropped it because he didn't have enough instances of it being used. So he dropped it, and now he's going into this match. The thought is that he's going to reopen the claim and be like, I just used it here. 
No, is that the reason why? I think so. So what do you did you read up about with does WWE have that trademark? I or? think no one owns it because <clears throat> it's a pretty big uh phrase. The American dream doesn't necessarily apply to uh that that's been oh, a yeah. phrase for uh, centuries. You yeah, know, or but, a century. But Cody can potentially get it if they he's if he... been he filed for it, but he couldn't get it because he doesn't have enough instances of himself using it in a public sphere. Wow. So he dropped wow. the claim, immediately does this promo where he's like, I'm the American dream. And now he's probably going to refile for it. Wow, I hate that. I hate that that's the reason that they're doing this is capitalism. But not yeah. some sort of, like it was, you know, um, I guess. Uh, it's almost tri- certainly I mean, it's a tribute to his dad. It's a tribute. But I thought maybe there was like a higher reasoning for like a... Um, I guess a passing of the torch, but it's not exactly that. You know what I mean? Like, I thought there was a bigger purpose to the American dream, but it's just a to trademark it. it. He, he just, just wants, wants to own it. it. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's how America works. Okay. That's America. Um, yeah. But very, uh, I thought it was interesting. You know, that's a pretty funny that he has that promo and I just read about it, I think on Thursday. Uh, very interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. We got some good news here, Moet. Good news. Our uh, our good friend Jr. You know Jr. Right? Oh but yeah. How how's Jr. doing? Uh, Jr.'s doing great. He's listening to the podcast right now. Shout out to Jr. Go to Jr.'s Barbecue Sauce uh, uh, with ConradThompson.com dot uh, com and uh, check us. Uh, tell him Red sent you. Tell him Red and Moet sent you. Yeah. Um, but uh, Jr. says AEW is having more production meetings. Thank God. That just God. when did that happen? Uh, so after the Blood and Guts match, uh, he had an interview, I guess, with Conrad about Blood and Guts. And he's just like, yeah, it was some good, some bad, blah, 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 blah. And then he's just like, but AEW is having more production meetings where we're all meeting up before the show. Kind of a, bit, a big huddle, which is something that's been so needed. Right, Moe? Yes. Yeah. Insane that it's still an issue on this level. I mean, yeah. it's, it's difficult filming live TV, but like the big moments, man, you can... Uh, do they not rehearse it or talk about it or something? It just keeps happening. It's insane. It's, it's been pretty bad the last couple of weeks. It seems like this uh, is something that should have been happening from the beginning. You know, a big rundown with all the production and staff to, show, to for each show. But now they're going to have it. Hopefully there'll be less um, uh, retreading on the same show where they're doing the same thing uh, on different ends of the episode. Uh, or just, uh, you know, just everyone being on the same page, which is very good. Yeah. It could only make the show better. <clears throat> I've talked to I, I I've uh camera operated a couple like indie shows, indie wrestling shows here in Austin, and we there's a meeting beforehand, but nobody really talks about the camera stuff. It's just like watch out for this big moment here, watch out for this. But uh yeah, it doesn't even it doesn't really happen there. No. I'd I'd, I'd expect it to happen on bigger shows. Because the, yeah, you, I don't know, it just seems like an obvious thing if people already know this is about to happen, you know? Like, yeah. The only person, actually, that, like, took me aside to tell me what they were about to do was Ricky Starks. Really? That was the only one time he's like, I, I'm, because he, he really wanted me to get an Im- uh, a close up of him. Uh, uh, he's like, this, this finish is going to happen. I just want you to, like, get, you know, like, make sure it's, make sure you get my face because it's a, it's going to be a big moment for me. And uh, I didn't. I fucking tripped on my own cable and didn't get it. But well, I don't think he saw the show. I think he was living in the show. So thankfully. Sure. But yeah, I, I ruined Ricky's 
Ricky's big, big moment, moment that doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> and now he curses your name. <laughs> He's just bad-mouthing <laughs> you to all the AEW offices. I would have been a star if it wasn't for him. I would have really been places. Your arch nemesis, Ricky yeah. Starks. Fuck you, Ricky Starks. Right here yeah. from the loser release. No, we don't believe me. And get well we soon. <laughs> get well Fuck soon. You. Get, get well, well soon. soon, you little neck injury kid. Um, moving on. The last thing of the evening. This is a fun one, Moet. This is a fun one. I don't know why I have this in there. I think I have it in here just so that we could answer the question too. Ooh. But Batista names five wrestlers he would bring on a zombie heist. What? <laughs> He's doing a movie what with is- Zack Snyder. Uh, a zombie movie with Zack Snyder, and he was asked uh, in an interview which five wrestlers he would take on a zombie heist. Do you want to hear who he picked? Yes. yes Titus O'Neil, because they're best friends. Because they're buddies. They like to they're hang buddies. out, joke around, yeah. MVP, because he says he's tough, he's like a soldier. Okay. They're, they're Fine. Friends. Need a soldier in your group. Rey Mysterio, which he, I disagree with. He's because tiny. He's, he can flip around. He can... Um, okay, that's fair. He, he can, can get, into, uh, get in small vents, spaces. Air yeah. vents. Yeah, actually, that's a yeah. good point. Actually, that's a pretty good one, then. Uh, the Undertaker, which is a bad decision. He's slow. He's older. He's gonna trip. He's got bad knees. You are, you're already down a person. If you've got The Undertaker, you're down a person. You're down and, a person. And he eats, like, probably way more than than I would. He's a well, big guy. Well, wait until you hear the number five. The Big Show. No, you're a duck. You need you a heavy. The reason, Do you need a you heavy? You knew the reason why he picked Big Show? He's a good cook. Because he said if we need to lose someone to the zombies, we'd lose Big Show, and they'd spend a lot of time eating him, so we have a lot of time getting away. That's fucked up. You can't have that someone on your up. team that you're willing to sacrifice immediately. Well, that's also fucked up because uh, uh, they're zombies. They're slow anyway, so like they're not going to... There's Okay, so the only re- way you would get... Well, it depends on who zombies we're dealing with. You know, Zack Snyder zombies are very fast. Cesar Romero or whatever, uh, something Romero zombies. George Romero? Cesar Cesar Romero's uh, the Joker from Batman. Yeah, the Joker. (laughs) He's a 60s Batman. Those zombies. (laughs) Wow, you got to watch out for those zombies. No, but you know what I'm talking about. The slow zombies versus the fast ones. Let's come up with our five right now. A together five. We have to agree on this. Um, who is our, uh, our number one draft pick? And I'm going to guess that you're going to say the same thing. Brock Lesnar. Well, but is he a team player? Do we assume that? Cause he's, he's kind of by, by on his own. He, you're right. So he's he got all the skills. Wolf. He might be he's a got wolf. A, he knows how to, how to, how to be, he's a farmer, you know, he knows how to hunt. I'm assuming he can pick up large logs. He can pick me up if I'm tired and, and sure. need to walk a long distance and he, uh, uh, he can do a lot of that. So in general, that makes sense. But but I also feel like he would just be his own man, his own alpha male, and would not listen to me. And I need to be listened to. He'd be a good leader. I want him. I to would be okay this. if he was the leader. I'd, I'd pick him as the captain. He's the Leonardo. If that's uh, the case, I just need Brock Lesnar. I don't need anyone else. I'll just follow him around. But for the sake of... We can't just... We have a team. We can't I'll just be hiding in the shadows. Like, go get him, Brock. Go get him. Uh, who, who's number two? Need someone smart. Need, need you need the smart. brains. If you got the bronze, you need the brains. Jesse so. the body Ventura. No, that's a bad. Thing. Well, he's a former Navy SEAL. Okay, so you're going military. That that works. I was gonna he's say a, he's a former Navy SEAL and he's smart, but he's old. That's an issue. Well, yeah. If you want prime Jesse the event, uh, Jesse. The we body, can't do that. Mind. This is a zombie apocalypse. So this is now, just Moet. right now. Okay, it's right happening now. right now. Yeah, okay. it's happening. Because I was gonna right say maybe Jake now. the Snake. But he's old. He would be oh. horrible right now. <laughs> he's the least reliable person. He'd sell <laughs> us out to the zombies. 
Jake goes out to, to go hunting, is gone for three months. <laughs> comes He's back the king with a of, the of cigarettes or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, God damn it, Jake. Uh, let's um, pick two more. Let's pick two more. Okay. Um, who's a smarty pants right now? Who's who's a smart smart guy? Who's a smart guy? MJF? MJF, okay. It's pretty smart. Oh, Xavier Woods! Xavier Woods! He's yes. a doctor! He, he's a doctor. He's played all the video games. He knows how to do it. He knows... He's, he's also a character in Gears of War. Yeah. Yeah. So That's we got a great one. Brock Lesnar and Xavier Woods. And we need, we need one more. One more. Uh, Xavier Woods is also pretty small, so we don't need a small guy. He could probably fit in a lot of places. <laughs> You know, That's like an so overhead. Funny. No, no, I agree. That's just a very funny phrase. You could probably fit a lot of places. It's just a weird thing. I, I agree. Yeah, I guess. Uh, uh, you're, yeah, I'm looking for a flippy guy. You know, that's that. That's where Rey Mysterio would work. He could sure. climb. I guess. Yeah, I could see Xavier climbing up trees. You know, like a Kofi Kingston. One of, what if would it's just really the New cool? Day? What if it's just Brock Lesnar in the New Day? That's actually that's probably. A, I think that's actually a great. Great I was actually going to say Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley because she looks like she's in a zombie apocalypse movie. She always does, yeah. She yeah. looks like she's in Mad Max. She looks like she's been in, in a zombie apocalypse movie for about five years, and we're just now catching up with her. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Grizzled. But, yeah. but I like the idea of Brock Lesnar in The New Day and Rhea Ripley. Actually, that those five. That's it. That's five. We did it. We did, we did it. it. Excellent we go. job. Excellent job. Thank you all so much. Uh, but we're not done yet. That's the end of the news. But we still got a whole mess of mail right in that old mailbag. Mow it. Mailman. McMailman mow it. Um, that's his full title. Uh, speedy Delivery. Do you remember Speedy Delivery from uh, Mr. Rogers? Um, no. Do you don't remember Speedy I? Delivery? He was the mailman. No, no Speedy Gonzalez. Speedy, no, speedy Delivery, Mr. Rogers. Yeah. That is a person. People... <laughs> Oh, yeah, so he's a mailman, it turns out. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Open up the damn mailbag. <laughs> I just thought I'd, I typed him into Who did you, you think know, you look... would be? I'm calling you Speedy Delivery because you're a mailman. And they said, do you remember Speedy Delivery? The mailman from Mr. <laughs> Rogers? You're like, he's a mailman. I looked up the Google images of Speedy Delivery, and I just thought maybe that'd give me a little bit more information to work sure. with. But it's just a, a, a white guy that's weird. He's a mailman. That's yeah. all. That's all I got from it. Okay, anyways, this is my time now. Who cares about speedy delivery? It's my time. And I say the first one, the first mail we get is a guy from uh, Indianapolis, Torch. Torch. Wow. Torch from Torch. Indianapolis. Nice suit. You ready? Yeah. Hey, bros. He said, uh, like, brothers, but he spelled it weird. Bruh. Hey, bros. If you had to get any wrestler tattooed on your body, who would you get tattooed? Oh, fuck. Wow. That's a good question, Torch. Um, I I'd have to get one who would be a good answer, honestly, because uh, I'd get mankind because that's your favorite wrestler, but also because it doesn't look like a person; he looks like a monster. What? What's wrong with, with the mask? Just getting you? Why? I don't why? Want why would you not get? I don't want a picture of the Undertaker on my arm. I don't want a picture of Stone Cold Steve Austin on my back. Yeah, but like, we have to. This is the point of the question. Kane would be good. Because he's wearing a mask. Yeah, I'd get someone wearing a mask. I don't want to see anyone's face on my body. But why would you want a monster on your body? I'd rather a monster than just like Triple H, <laughs> like just just staring at me. I guess either way, you would have to answer a lot of questions. Yeah. No matter. 
at least with a monster, you could uh, answer fewer questions. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm looking for. Fewer questions. <laughs> uh, Who'd you pick, uh, uh, uh Macho Man Randy Savage. That's actually a pretty good one. That's a pretty, and he's pretty iconic. It's iconic. People don't even have to answer, ask any questions. They're like, "Oh, he's a huge nerd." Okay, sure. I under, I already know who that is. It's Macho okay. Man. Um, actually, that's a good answer. Macho Man has a very good answer. That's the least amount of questions, honestly. Uh, if I have just a full body cane, they'll be like, "What the <laughs> fuck is that?" Wait, this is a full body tattoo? It could be if you wanted. I'm saying, like, in this. How scenario, do you do a full body tattoo? Well, of I'm a not person? full body on me, but their full body on me. They're for, oh, like just like their entire yeah, face? their entire body. Like if I got cane from head to toe on my forearm. That's what I'm. Oh, oh. I'm not saying my whole body dressed as cane. I thought literally you were trying to tattoo like no. hand on hand. You know, that's very you know scary. I mean? No, I didn't do that. But that's has anyone ever thought. done that? That's a great thought. Oh, I've got. But plenty of people have gotten head to like the entire body covered in tattoos. No, no, no. I know that, but of a of another human. Sure, that's a very weird thing to do. <laughs> Why would anyone do that? That's a that's a idiot. That's, that's a crazy concept. Excellent question, Torch. Great job. Question. Great job, Torch. That's Torch. a great name. That's a great question. Number two, Billy C from Tacoma. Tacoma. Billy C. Hmm. Maybe Billy. Billy, Billy Corgan. Corgan. Maybe Billy. He doesn't live in Tacoma. Maybe he does. Maybe he has a house in Tacoma. <clears throat> I'm a big fan of sports mascots. Create a mascot for the big wrestling companies and explain your answers. Mm. Straightforward. Big fan of sports mascots. Big fan of sports mascots. Very clear. Very clear on that one. Um, Let's start with WWE. Uh, What animal do you think signifies WWE? Hmm. (laughs) A mouse wearing a tuxedo. Oh, interesting. Mouse wearing a tuxedo. What do you call this mouse wearing a tuxedo? Uh... Michael, <laughs> Michael the mouse wearing Michael a the... tuxedo. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Michael the mouse wearing a tuxedo to WWE Raw. <laughs> and then he slams a basketball. I was thinking a peacock because a peacock? peacock because a peacock. Well, that's not. No, yours is that represents like nineties WWE. But what is wait? But you think that WWE now is a mouse in a tuxedo? And what generation? I would imagine maybe they would have like a a bear. I could imagine them having a bear or maybe a (laughs) dragon. No, not a dragon, but not a mouse. Definitely not a mouse. Definitely not a mouse. (laughs) I think Impact might have some sort of rodent. Impact probably has like a capybara or a moose. He's trying to make a reference to something, but now I don't even know if Ratatouille? If, if, it's, if it's clear anymore. <laughs> Ratatouille? Freddy? No. Oh man, you don't I I okay. I don't know mouses and tuxedos. This is Disney. Might who, who would be who would be AEW? Who would be AEW? <clears throat> who would be AEW? The Jaguars. You got the Jaguars, that's the Jacksonville Jaguars, so maybe like something similar. Sure. Sure. I don't know. This is a silly yeah. question. What, what Jenny Jaguar. Jenny Jaguar for the AEW Dynamites. Okay. Let's move on. This is Let's... a bad question. <laughs> that was a bad question, Billy C. That was a God bad fucking it. question. We I have no idea what to say to that. that. Yeah, that was a rough one. I just, yeah, really I'm not sure. I'm trying my best over here, Red. Fucking I'm trying. killed the show, Billy. Really fucking um, fucked it. All right, up. let's move on. You 
from the big dummy Billy C. Dolores from D- Des Moines. <laughs> Dolores from Des Moines. <laughs> Why is that funny? <laughs> Why is Because that... I just called Billy C an idiot, and then I read D E S M O I N E S, and I got freaked out. I was like, Des Des Moines. Des Moines. But I'm pretty sure it's Des Moines, right? You're dead right. Dolores yeah, from Des Moines. Jesus Christ. All right. What political figure do you most admire? What political figure do you most admire? That's a weird one, Dolores. You're trying to get us to be political here. And that's how we lost most of our viewers in February. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I like FDR. So we need... Oh, FDR. Yeah. They Franklin said Delano FTR. Well. What uh, One living and one dead, by the way. They, oh, they specified sure. one living and one dead. Good. So you like FDR. Uh, he's what my poli- dad. Okay. Who's your dad? Who's my dad? <laughs> Who's my dad? Who's your dead? No. <laughs> my dead dad. What about... Um, Raven? Raven? No, I'm... Because he's... What about Raven? That was... Oh, what about Raven? <laughs> um, dude, I don't know. Why do, why do you like FTR? Uh, you seem the least uh, uh, disagreeable. Like I, I can't find too many things of him being a bad person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was pretty good, you know. He like I liked a Teddy Roosevelt growing up, but you, he was also believed in eugenics. <laughs> so, oh yeah. What about uh, what about Lincoln? I think it's oh. cool. Oh, F- uh, J- JFK, JFK. He could read. He could read a book a day. That's why I liked him. He he could read one book a day. He he's famous for speed reading, and that's I really admire that in a person who can read very fast. Yeah, also had a lot of back problems. A lot of back problems. I also uh, admire that. Yeah, you gotta you gotta struggle to to show you know, all my adversity. heroes have back problems. Uh, what about living? Anyone living you really like? Jesus, um, political figure. AOC, I guess that's gonna probably lose a lot of viewers. No, screw it, lost. screw it. We already screw lost that. all our. We for a bad mouthing QAnon. We lost all our Canadian QAnon people. We had a uh, following. We had a huge out, following, yeah. uh, but they were all Q. They must have been all QAnon. They yeah. must have been because right around that time they dropped. But I would say Bernie. I'm a Bernie. Uh, oh, I like Bernie. Bernie. Bernie was great. Yeah, I like AOC, but she's too young. I haven't seen her uh, uh, be consistent long enough. I got you. They both feel like they tried to do the right thing. Yeah, he's the Obi Wan, and she's a, she's Luke Skywalker. I like that. Yeah, yeah. And he had to die to Darth Vader so that she may live and kill Darth Vader. That's beautiful. I like this. I don't think too hard about politics, to be honest. So this isn't. Uh, I, I n- nothing really comes straight to my head. Um, nope. So I, I think apologize. Great I'm answers. reading a book on John Adams right now because I'm trying to fix this. Sure. And I'm watching the HBO series John Adams. I saw garbage. it a long time ago. I should watch it again. You didn't like it? It's ridiculous. It's so ridiculous because uh, uh, Paul Giamatti is yeah. John Adams. I love, but him. it's like, but uh, okay. So for one, that's insane because I don't see John Adams. I just see Paul Giamatti living in like the American 1700s or whatever. So that's it's just it's just hard. To, and he's not even trying. He's just being Paul Giamatti, like an angry belligerent paul giamatti apparently john adams was an angry belligerent little guy that was all angry at everyone all the time yeah i'm just saying pick pick a different there's tons of tiny bald belligerent men george costanza as john adams yeah (laughs) what are we doing here uh but also it's the guy that um 
that directed uh, Cats. Uh, the new I believe cats? his name Tom Hooper, I think. Yeah. So he got into a lot of tr- well uh, controversy uh, from the film nerd crew because the, you know he he shot the uh, John Adams HBO series with handheld uh, uh, and and lots of wide angle and Dutch angles, you know, crazy 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 looks, which what he does with all of his movies. And they didn't um, like that the fa- the film community. Well, the problem is it like. <clears throat> You, it just makes this. It just makes everything stand out more. It makes you realize how silly everyone looks even more. That just like you know, they're trying to write the Declaration of Independence, but there's just like an angle like shooting up their nose and the the big fancy wigs and everything. And you're just like, they're on a stage right now. None of this is real. This is insane. I, I kind of love that because if we were just sent back to that time. We would think everyone looks ridiculous and everyone feels ridiculous. They all smell bad. All their teeth are rotten to the core. Like, I like that because it felt, if it, it, it feels surreal, because but it was actually like that, you know? I mean, you're right. Yeah, that needs to be pointed out in some way. Yeah. Like, they were actually all wearing wigs and they all smelled really bad and those wigs weren't washed. They were just powdered. So they smelled like shit all the time. They wore bright colors and their teeth were all rotten and jagged. This is actually, I'm really glad because that I I brought this up, that you had the, or that this question was uh, brought up. Thank you so much, Uh, Dolores. Because uh, I needed, I wanted to look up when people stopped wearing wigs as fashion statements. Because uh, the more I watch that HBO series, honestly, the more I'm like, I want to do that. That seems fun. Yeah, that's just well, just like a really nice wig. Usually nowadays, when people wear wigs um, to go out to party, it's like it's really bright and like like an afro or just like Mm kind of something out of the norm, I suppose. Uh, You know what I mean? Um, Big purple afro or something. Um, What's wrong? (laughs) I just I can't imagine the parties you're going to (laughs) that aren't (laughs) Halloween parties. Egos. It's just egos, really. Sure, the the karaoke. That karaoke one person place. with a purple afro every time you walk in. No, you get like bachelorette parties or something, sure, and they're sure, all wearing sure. purple afros, you know? It's a crazy time. Um so what I'm saying is I want to see like real nice fancy wigs with like curls in it, like like what Thomas Jefferson used to wear. Wow, what a great time we've had today. Send Moet send Moet some care packages with some fancy uh wigs. Uh, we would like that as gifts. If you're planning on sending us gifts, send us some wigs for Moet. Oh my uh, god, I would love and I'll that. I'll take some wigs. Let's just send both of us wigs. I got a bald head. I could rock them. Uh, but thank you all so much for listening to the news you can't lose. The news you can't lose with your Loser Leaves Wrestling crew. Make sure to follow us on all the things. So Instagram and then uh, Twitter. Make sure to check us out on Twitter. and Send us emails. Send us emails uh, for Moa to answer. He's hungry for all your questions. He's he just uh, a, devourer, a devourer of inquiry. He loves the inquiry. Now send us some more at loserleavespod at gmail.com. But thank you all so much for listening. My name is Red Jefferson. I'm here with... Hungry Moet Jaswell. Hungry Moet Jaswell. Moet Jaswell, if you were a Pokemon, what would your favorite attack be? The, uh, uh, Chomp, Chomp, Chomp. Chomp, Chomp, Chomp. Thank you all so much for watching. Chomp, Chomp, Chomp. Have a great one. What a great day. Bye. See you later.